0: All right, guys, welcome back to another podcast. Um, today we're sitting with Dr. Katie and Ben, of course. Uh, we'll be going through uh, a little bit more in-depth assessment of our onboarding performance and mentorship materials. Of course, last week we went through kind of like the whole broad strokes, um, but this week we're gonna focus on the tricore assessment. So, here we go. Welcome to the podcast.
1: But I did hear a drop today that may replace
0: this one. <laughs> it was real good. Yes. So I don't think you can replace the music after getting compliments on the last. Sure one. you can. That's the time to do it. Ask Freddie Mercury.
1: That's <laughs> Freddie Mercury never made his best song. Yeah. Just yeah, That was always his theory. That yeah. The best one is always the next one. Uh, I, like so, that. I like that. Uh, so here we are. Yes. yes. Diving into yes. uh, pretty uh, pretty focused within our uh, onboarding side of the onboarding performance and mentorship. Um but also does fit into all three parts yeah. because it it provides context from a data perspective. Um, this in, is kind of what we refer
0: to as the tier zero. Yeah. So this is before yep. you're sort of, you know, you've applied, uh, whether it be on the mentorship side or you've applied on the employment side. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, it's kind of that first little bit on, okay, you're interested in us, Well, we would also like to... F- you know, be interested in you, right. You know, this is right. one of the, one of the tools we do that. So,
1: um, a lot of times, uh, so this is a, a context. This is where I came from. Yes. So I yes. apologize to everybody that you're probably going li- to have to listen to me talk a lot. Yes. Um, yes. but it is, uh, the, the Tricor as we refer to it, otherwise known as, uh, advanced insights or other items, uh, depending on the branding, because it is used by multiple companies, um, is essentially the, ha- the, how the, why, and the what of of behavior, uh, and, and it puts it into uh, specific data points so that it can not only be uh, used on a one to one basis, but also comparatively measured between individuals to understand where strengths lie, where weaknesses lie, where potential conflicts are, um, and where uh,
0: where you could potentially maximize on your team. So, yeah. and that was, I think, the big selling point for us is you know I think when it was first introduced to us, like I had a disc assessment. Um, initially mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, you know, we did disc with my last employer. It was fun. It was kind of like a team building type yeah. activity to go to. But that's kind of like my perspective on personality testing is it's kind mm-hmm. of like this, like you said, it's this individual process where it's like, oh, here's my personality. I'm an I, but it's like, ha, ah, I don't need to know more about myself. I need to know how I integrate into a team and what mm-hmm. tools that mean and how other people are. Um, and that's where I think this, this is a very, very valuable tool um, in that capacity.
1: Yeah. So I, I have used this tool in, in almost uncountable number of ways, yeah. uh, whether it is from that more like I always refer to them as talent audits, so you're going to be comparative uh, between the entire team to individual, like I don't want to call it counseling, but that's similar conversations. Um, when you get to the one-on-one. When you get to yeah. the one-on-one. And then yeah. um, a, a, a number of different ways in between. Uh, heavily used within our recruiting side uh, and yeah. in, in the hiring side. Not to say that there is a right or a wrong assessment. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. But it is about... Um, the, the understanding of what we're looking for um, and how aware that individual is of their actual tendencies. So a lot of times, like if, if you are a specific behavioral type and you and you actually show it, like typically that's actually a strength versus you're steering the results think, thinking that you want this job, but you're actually this person whenever yeah. we talk automatically like bye. Yeah. Because you're, you're yeah. either lying to yourself, which is probably worse that or right. you're lying to us <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is also bad yeah, yeah.
0: well and it, com- it comes back to our individuality component mm-hmm. you know it's like you said you're not interviewing for the you know as a person that you think we want you to be yeah it's, it's more so unlike no like honestly just be yourself mm-hmm. you know and it's not to say that every attribute of every human being is a admirable attribute I think there are times where we are ourselves and maybe sometimes that compromises our integrity but in owning that Mm -hmm. I think then saying this is who I am however I'm willing in that accountability ladder I'm willing to accept that this one part of me probably doesn't make me a very good team player. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I would also like to have the opportunity to grow this part. And I think that's then kind of, you know, uh, like with one of our employees, um, who shares a similar personality trait to Katie, like approaches you and saying, Hey, I constantly have this type of interaction conflict yep. and I don't actually know how to stop this interpersonal conflict. How do you do it? Yeah.
2: Right. Yep. Well, and it, it, and I mean, getting back to I mean, the tool is only as good as like what you're gonna use. You know what you're gonna use it for. Mm-hmm. We could all take this assessment, and if we just say, "Oh, here it is," and then don't continue to utilize it, yeah, it's just like any other.
1: It's like an ultrasound machine that just sits and collects dust. Correct. Yes. And it doesn't yes. do you any good if it's not actually being utilized. Yes. Um, and,
2: and what I say to that employee is like, oh, I feel your pain. Cause that was me 15 years ago. Right. I've been there. I've right. had those growing pains. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it wasn't I mean, easy.
0: Yeah, no. And I think that's part of why we lump together the onboarding performance and mentorship all sort of together for that exact point, you know, is saying, no, we don't want all of our team members to be the same, but there's going to be team members who are like you and being further in their, life personal life Mm -hmm. or their sort of professional career like you probably have had similar variables or similar conflict um and i think that's what i liked most about this tool is it was so in depth i mean it is so in depth that when we had gone through it the first time it was this switch that had flicked off in my head and i was like ah we are all numbers Yes. You know, like to Mm -hmm. me, I actually had a lot of, um, it was a release for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and saying like, I have all these thoughts in my head and I have this and it's like, you know, I I know I'm an individual and I just, you know, and it's, you start to then kind of, I don't want to say, I don't think victimization is the correct word but I think sometimes when you get trapped into your own head and assuming that your struggle is only your struggle mm-hmm. you then start to you are reluctant to reach out to people and saying I am struggling with this I need help mm-hmm. well who do you start if you have again as we get through this you have a really really high D personality and you go to an I personality and it's like I need your help with this it's just going to probably create conflict you know and well, it, yeah. not in every circumstance if you don't know what th- you're
1: talking about
0: <laughs> or why it's yeah why
1: it's creating yeah. some or resistance or even vice
0: versa i would say an i to a d mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. just say yeah mm-hmm. but um but again i that's i think the tool wise bring it back to my point was that um i liked that it did categorize so many different behaviors mm-hmm. that it actually um i felt better about myself and actually my role within that team mm-hmm. I, I think is a very very important tool for that
1: uh, another big key to this specific uh, assessment versus others, the one that I uh, would tend to uh, compare it to is Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. because DISC is is the first portion of this. A lot of people are familiar with DISC and we'll get further into what that means. But Myers-Briggs is different because what it does is it takes 16 types of people and places you as this type of person. Um, for some people, that works. For some people, it doesn't. Um, personally, not a big fan of that because what it says is this is who you are. Right. And uh, we're even the lowest common denominator of us. We are still dynamic people. Like I can choose to behave in a specific way. It doesn't like I'm not one type of person. I can adapt to um, specific scenarios or just adjust uh, based on what's going on. So uh, this this set of data provides tendencies, not this is who you are. It's this is who you tend to be. Yeah. Um, and that
0: di- that dynamic part I think that's yeah. a perfect word that there's so many it's like oh That's like when we get to the pressure part Oh, well when you're under pressure you mm-hmm. have a tendency to act like this right like to even know from a simple quiz that you could ascertain this much data is remarkable
1: yeah, uh, especially when you get down to the, the third portion, and we'll get there. But that the my favorite way to explain that is it just confuses you into actually tapping into your subconscious a little bit and yeah. says, how are you actually thinking about this? Because yeah. it doesn't make any damn sense. Yes. Um. So yeah, the I guess we'll just start to dive in. What we'll do um, uh, for those that are listening and those that are watching is we'll actually link the three uh, sure. assessments for myself, for Katie, and for Carlos, so you guys can kind of follow along. They are 77 pages, but we're only going to refer to three pages. Uh, The 77 is for um, continuous reading, continuous learning uh, so you can understand the individual parts. Um, on, a, on a deeper level, but they really do culminate into three different pieces. Yeah. And, and the first one, again, we, uh, that we start off with is, is the how. So uh, this is the face value, typically how we tend to behave. Um, why is that important? That's typically where our uh, initial conflicts do come from but also some of our biggest uh, communicative strengths or weaknesses as well. So uh, the funny part about this is uh, Carlo, Katie, and myself, uh, we only share uh, between the three of us one variable <laughs> in yeah. common. The, the, the remainder is actually different between the three of us. So um, moving left to right, D, dominance. It's the, it's the individual that with the, the high D type personality. And sorry, not
0: to interrupt. We're starting out with the disc profile. The disc, disc profile. profile. Yes. Yes. We're with, I'm sorry. <coughs> only I've for done this so yes, many
1: times yes, yes. and I typically have paper in yes, front of me and I'm yes. flipping through it. So if this starts to not make sense, yes, please this stop is the me. First
0: of three parts. It's just, yes. If you watch it, it's much easier. But again, yes. for the listeners, we're starting out with the first part, which is disc.
1: Disc is beha- a behavioral assessment on yes. four uh, key variables. Uh, D dominance, I um, which is interactive or outgoing nature, S, stability, C, critical. Um, So, again, moving that left to right, D, dominance, uh, otherwise a driver. Sometimes people refer to it as Uh, really the way that I think about this person is the one who puts the helmet on, sees the brick wall, and just bashes their way through it because they know that the result is on the other side of the wall. Um, that's just an ambulance. Yeah, I think yes. that's yeah. uh, or, or, yeah. or police yeah. office, yeah, whatever. So, okay. They're just coming for you. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a leaf blower. Yeah. Not this time. Um, out of the three of us, uh, and one of the things that we have had multiple conversations about without actually referencing the specific sure. data point yes. is the fact that Katie out of, I think everyone that I've ever seen in paw uh, has the highest uh, D in behavioral trait. So hardest I would driver. That. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I think our, our mentee was close. Okay. Uh, but not quite to your level. Mm. Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of in the middle, and then Carl, yours is actually a little is actually below the energy line. So the forty to sixty would mean it exists, but you don't really. You use it as a tool if you have to. Yours is actually you tend to be more methodical, mm-hmm. so lower, uh, more, um, more think first. Um, not to say that you don't think about what you're doing, but it's it's the it, it's either the I'm just gonna get there or I'm gonna strategize my way around it. And there are different ways uh, that people do approach these things. So um, I, I think that this is a, a great place to start because this is probably one of the uh, because of the way the industry tends to be uh, constructed with behavioral types, one of the biggest barriers that you've probably gotten over in your career. Um, and I've seen it, I, I, I mean, I see it as a strength, but a lot of times without context, this could actually be seen as a great weakness for people.
2: Right. Yeah. And um, like going back to the employee that, you know we we can recognize because we are using this tool that her and I both have, high D. And she's, you know, earlier in her career. And so when she's having, like, the the conflict with employees and the feedback that, oh, you know, Molly's, Molly's doing this again or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she can come to me. Like, I didn't have anyone that I could go to. Because, mm-hmm. one, I sort of knew it existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was always a little bit different than the rest of my coworkers um, mm-hmm. from a just a right behavioral personality type. Um, But like I said, it wasn't like pinpointed like, oh, this is why. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. so part of it is like, oh yeah, now, now it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that I, I understand it and realizes, realize it also allows me to kind of reflect and and work on kind of softening the edges a little bit Mm -hmm. um, because it can be being very direct all the time even if I'm not being intentional in it can come across as harsh or um, bitchy yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to avoid the, the B word, but yeah, no
0: yeah. Uh, unf- it's pretty much where like, like, I don't know, a Tupac has to go where it was like, I love bitches. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, like that, 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 that was yeah. a lot more than two yes. ago. Yeah, We've I done this know. a lot. Carl. I have but no yes. clue. It, like we just talk that like and that's fine. But that's fine. Either way. Yeah. Anyway, the days run together, but that, yeah. that's what the story of this is. Yeah. You know, is it's like you said, some people may see it as a weakness, but I think it's a significant attribute. Um, and I think part of that is comparing the, the two different assessments between Katie and I. I remember when we first went through it, we were Mm -hmm. kind of described as that power couple, you know, essentially saying what I don't have, she does. And so, you know, vice Mm -hmm. versa, what, you know, she doesn't have, I have. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, like you said, uh, it's a a big part of that low D I think is probably how um, actually um, Rachel, one of our other employees, uh, she had said that um, I answer questions to no, I give answers to questions you didn't know you had asked. Mm-hmm. That's that like strategy component. I think right. a lot of people see me as not being very direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my mind, it's actually like, oh, well, if I don't paint this entire picture for you, you're not actually going to understand that I am being direct with you. I'm just using 17,000 more words. Yeah. you know. Well, that's also highlighted in a couple
1: other ways yeah. <laughs> throughout this <Yes>. too, <laughs> yes.
0: which is important because,
1: uh, again, that, that just leads towards the dynamic yeah. nature because I have there are people that are lower uh, D yeah. but also very like direct in the way that they think. Yeah. So again, it's like, I'm not boxing you into one type yep. of person. It's just yep. like as a general rule, like if, if
0: you're just governing behavior,
1: we kind of understand what we're going to get. Um, and, and absolutely like that does, 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 does this have value? Does this have strength? Yes, because you can just more naturally be more direct than other people. You're definitely more direct than your counterparts yes. on pretty it makes much me most occasions
0: to be that direct. Right. I couldn't do it. I, there's no you way you can.
1: <laughs> you if you really, really yeah. try, but it's uncomfortable. It's definitely yeah. outside yeah. of who you tend to be. Yeah.
0: It's not impossible though. No. no. You usually just, my it's like I usually have to get my anger threshold high enough. Yes. And then yes. it's just like okay let's do this
1: but that that leads me to the the point of this understanding of variables is it's you have strengths and you have strengths you also both have weaknesses right so when it comes to being the very methodical type like explain the big picture type person like generally that's like you're able to do it, right? But it's most of the time. I think the thought goes to just do it, like Correct. just do the job. Yes. Like I know what the result is. Let's yeah. just pile through well, it. Yeah. That's and my
0: favorite part about D's. <laughs> is it's like they have all the thoughts to get them to the end, and they say the one thing.
2: And that's exactly it. So when and where the a lot of the communication struggles are, you've had the conversation in your head, yeah, and you only actually verbalize the last piece, mm-hmm. and then you know, people with other like communication styles are like, "Well, ugh, what did, What did she mean by that? It's like, what do you mean? What did I mean by that? Mm-hmm. I, you know, cause in my head, yeah,
0: I said exactly what I meant. Right. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you may not have been ready for it. Yeah. You know, but right. what, uh, um, it's not, it's not the, I love you anyways, but it's, um, uh, Jen had described the D a different way. Um, where it's, is it a bitch because they love you? Is is that what it is? Oh. S- something like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you know that mm-hmm. basically when the answer comes to you, that it's actually very well thought out. It probably isn't exactly what you want to hear all the time. However, the majority of the time, it's what you need to hear. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's that <coughs> bitter medicine.
2: Yes, yes. You yes. might
1: not like the way the metronidazole tastes. Right. Yes. <laughs> but it'll work. Yes. Right. <laughs> it will
0: definitely help with the anxiety I'm about to give you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I should say the secondary results of that. Anyway, moving on.
1: But yeah, so uh, again, like ju- it's really just about understanding the strengths. Uh, the other thing that I do want to point to specifically as it relates to this variable is um, if you are a part of a clinic's team and you feel like you don't fit in because you're really direct and people think you're mean, this is probably why. Yeah, right. like ten because again, like very few people, and I've seen. Uh, within the PAW health context between recruits and actual just staff, probably about 400 different uh, assessments. I would say less than 10% have a high D. Um, so again, like considering the industry as a whole, most people don't have this. Most people tend to be very, um, heavier on the softer, uh, behavioral side because, you know, you know, they're animal lovers, right? right? Um, not, not to, not to stereotype or say that that's who we are, but it does tend to attract that type of person. So, um, yeah, the thing that I had told our mentee when she had no idea, what uh, what was going on because she feel she felt like she didn't fit in was yeah don't fit in, that's that's a good thing, All right. because what it does is it provides you a, a level of uh, a, a dynamic that um, you're going to be able to pro- to provide to a team better than anybody else that you're around, um, and understand the strengths of it, but also understand the weaknesses that is like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have this conversation right now, <laughs> or maybe somebody else should have this conversation because they're going to deliver it better to this person. Um, that one is probably one of the more polarizing ones. Yeah. And uh, as we get into the uh, adaptive profile too, after we run through all of these, we'll really see where it shines through. Um, but moving to the next variable, interactive, outgoing, engaging, uh, the high, I, uh, I'm maxed out. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. and it's, it, it's, uh, this is actually where uh, Katie and I almost flip mirror images of each other. And Carla, yours, yours is a, a bit higher as well. So, um, I, you know, surprising to some, but not to all Katie tends to be more introverted. Um, Especially compared to Carlo and myself, which, you know, if you've ever interacted with the three of us, yeah. it does make sense. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but really, uh, the, the higher the I, the more the individual uh, tends to talk, but also tends to uh, want to create um, ideal experiences for people. So for my role being caregiver sports staff, like this is what I lean on the most. I'm going, I'm trying to craft an experience For caregivers, that is as ideal as possible. Um, And then uh, for for lower I ten people, again tend to be just be more introverted and focused on other ways of doing that, um, whether it's through getting to a result or or, yeah, right, or getting things done like perfectly or or in some other way. But I'm gonna talk my way there. I'm gonna communicate as well as I can to make sure that they understand what's going on or whatever it might be, at least to the best of my ability um do not i mean besides that uh there's not really a whole lot of uh, to talk about in terms of this variable because people generally understand the difference between introvert and extrovert um and I, and i don't really have to focus a lot of time on it um i just like to apologize to people when i
0: tell them that i'm a 99i cuz right. i do never shut up yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and it rolls right off me i don't you know like even when we have i think one of our one of our emplo- another one of the employees now is a really really high eye, um, and I know she at least in some capacity a lot of staff didn't know how to read her. Yeah, you know, and like honestly, everyone was like, "Oh, don't you?" and I'm like, I honestly have no idea what anyone around here is talking about. I'm like, yeah. I think she's very pleasant to be around, you know, very engaged, but it's like if you're not used to just that high eye, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's it can sometimes be like you know, uh, give me my quiet space, please. And you do
1: have to put a curb on it sometimes, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. What the, I guess the the biggest thing
1: that, that we've had, that I've had to coach people that are very high eye is, learn when to put your nose down and just go yeah like learn when you have to f- you know stop flapping your lips a little right, bit right, and right. work yeah because yeah. there is definitely a time to be engaging to be pleasant to create good experiences but there's right. also yeah. a time to lean on your other strengths yeah. and not babble about it right. or whatever it might be yeah. um that was one of the biggest um learning curves that i had personally and understanding like oh i really do like to be this person how do i use it yeah. um and then, so yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the S is stability, or uh, the, the I guess the easiest way to explain the S variable is the higher it is, the more uh, the the slower the pace, the more poised you tend to be. Um, and then lower. Uh, I, I don't like the adjective frantic, but very fast paced um, tend to uh, tend to move very quickly. Um, we're all, like, you guys are actually identical, um, in, uh, these, the, uh, natural style being just above the energy line. So you're able to hold it together pretty well, but it's not like you're just, you know, slowly turning the wheel. You just understand that, uh, there is value to making sure everybody comes along with you, but you're still uh, out ahead of it, leading the charge. Um, people that are, um, are higher than, uh, above 80 tend to be like the ones in back, of the, of the group, like making sure everybody's coming along. So uh, that, that one's uh, the, the lower S, I wish was a sure lower S. So um, I'm always going, yes. I, I tend to be very high energy. Uh, sometimes that weirds people out. It really weirds super high S people out. So we've actually hired a couple people recently that are very high S and I'll just start explaining something like super fast yeah. <laughs> and they just look at me like deer in the headlights, yeah. like, can you slow down? Yes, yes i can <laughs> thank you for saying something because oh, yes. i didn't realize that i'll do that to caregivers too sometimes where like i i've i've said the words of whatever our, our caregiver experience is yeah. like so many times yeah. that it's like <laughs> i sound like the dude giving the disclaimers for you know tv meds <laughs> the micro machines guy yes and um and the, they just kind of look at me like oh so th- so then yes. for me, that's why I create like laminated things yes. to hand to them. Like I just said that really fast. Here's this. Yeah. I need to get this into our process. right? Yeah. Um, yes. And I'm more than happy to answer questions that you do have. <laughs> um, this one I'll actually touch to the adaptive as well. So what you guys will see when you look at this uh, online is uh, the gray bars are adaptive style. So how we tend to behave under pressure. The most common uh, tendency that I have seen in these Pr- more than thousand of these uh, assessments is that the S comes down into pressure. Generally speaking, I, it, it's probably an American culture type item. Um, when the pressure's yeah. on, we tend to move faster. Yeah. Right. We tend to, uh, we tend to get a little bit frantic when the pressure's really on. For me, I go down to a 10. Like I really start to like, like even breathe heavy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get the dad sweats. I, yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> Uh, For those unfamiliar, those are worse than the meat sweats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Uh, Moving on to C. Yes, we're going to just skip right past all of those. I didn't actually think when we started doing these podcasts 20 some odd hours ago or whatever even episode we're on. I don't even know anymore. I never actually thought meat sweats was going to come into uh, <coughs> to a podcast. It's a very real here, thing, here Carlo. Here we are. It's a very real here thing. I couldn't be more happy. Um,
1: and yeah. So then jumping over to see, again, critical, uh, critical nature. So attention to detail tends to be what this one is. Uh, we are all three of us are actually almost identical in the fact that it, it's it's present, it's there, we can we use it when we have to, but it's not the ultimate, um, the way that we behave. We don't lead with that trait, we have other traits that tend uh, to shine above it. It's a tool in the arsenal um, to, to use so that we can make sure that we do all of these other things accurately when they do happen. Um, In your guys' context, medical record keeping is probably where this is going to shine through the best because Mm -hmm. it's like I just – I might not want to do this to the level of maybe say some of our other doctors even – Um, but you know, you have to, so you, you
0: utilize that skill set. I mean, mean, we should look at that in context of the other three parts for us to all have that critical nature and really not even much of a drop on the adaptive style. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, to say pretty much under pressure or not under pressure, we have the same level of critical thinking. We just do it differently. You know, Katie's very, very high D you're very, very high. I, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm kind of mid range on the IS, but it's like, you know, at the end, (laughs) <laughs> while our sort of natural behavior is that we're going to act one particular way, it still comes from a place of very high critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, again, when people look at us in different ways, like if you're appearing more frantic, mm-hmm. you're appearing more conservative, and I'm just doing, bleh, God knows what, <laughs> uh, you know, still all very, very critical and, um, you know, uh, very methodical.
1: Right, right. Uh, and, and making sure that the the details aren't, aren't being left by the wayside yeah. is the, uh, probably a better way to put it. Because yes. those that I have uh, met in my life that are, that tend to be low C, um, uh, actually Things uh, slip through. The cracks. I'll, 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 I'll use her as an example. Cause she won't get mad about it. But Jen is a low C of uh, both natural and adaptive. Um, and I, for those that don't know, I worked yeah. with Jen for years yeah. and, uh, it, what, what it was is she understood that that was a weakness. So it's like, I need to put people around me yeah. to catch the stuff that gets dropped Yeah, because I yeah. know where I'm going yeah. and I know that it's a good place, yeah. but I just understand that I'm going to miss things because I see where I'm headed, yeah. kind of put the blinders on a little bit and and barrel forward. Excuse me. So uh, so yeah, that's the four variables. We are all different in in all four of these um, and, and have our own general tendencies. So kind of going with the natural side, you know, Katie's being a D, uh, C, S would be the three primaries there. Um, task oriented, but also, you know, able to make sure everybody kind of comes along. You're going to lead the charge towards the result, not necessarily focus on Feelings per se in the way that you communicate, but it's like, guys, this is where it is. Let's go. Right. Um. For Carlo and an an ISC or ICS, either way, they're pretty much in the middle. Going to be pretty people oriented, but also have a good attention to detail. Again, focusing on on the team, making sure everybody's coming along for the ride. And then for me, I'm an IC on both natural and adaptive. Um. I'm an outgoing critic. (laughs) <laughs> yes. one of my greatest strengths one of my greatest weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> i tend to be very direct with people yes. <laughs> in the fact that i just say things yes not necessarily because i see the result and it's like no you're gonna do this i'm gonna grab you by the shirt collar kind of like katie does huh. it's like i just say it i tend to um yeah, yeah. Just, i tend to just yeah. forget High to shut up sometimes crit. yes uh, and then the adaptive, uh, uh, what, what, uh, what Katie, you go from that, that, that stability comes down uh, quite a bit. You tend to move really fast. Mm-hmm. So again, looking at that from a strengths perspective, it's like very few people are going to get stuff done more efficiently and more effectively than you under pressure. However, you're going to leave some people in your wake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The <laughs> proverbial heads will roll. Yes. Uh, not the, even, the, not, the, mean, it's like the yeah. accidental heads will yes. roll because right. the result has to be yes. achieved. Yes, the
0: right. Roman decimation. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> No. I mean, yeah, only every uh, now and then. Yeah, only now and then. But no, I again, not I mean, we poke fun, but the reality is exactly that like she has no change in that critical uh, critical skill under pressure. It's just like, guys, we got to get this shit done right. and stop screwing around. Like shit has to get done and we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um that's yeah, I think that's what
2: Or I'm going to do it and, and like not gonna and beca- like it. well, and because I'm doing it and I don't like all like and I'm going to be introverted about it like it's just going to get done you're going to think I'm mad but I'm just doing not
0: going to talk about it it's just you've proven you're not getting it done I'm just going to have to do this Mm -hmm. which again I think we kind of brought up in past podcasts as well about accountability that I think there's a I I would say the weakness in that is that now again with you being in a position of administration you have the ability to get the job done but then equally hold people accountable for not having got the job done Mm -hmm. whereas if you know again the It's different if you have multiple employees if you have uh, uh, you know sort of same tier type employees who have a similar personality trait they may end up then just getting the job done and so and so is going to be able to fall back on their heels a little bit and be like oh well if she's just not going to say anything and bowl over me and just have it done anyway and she's probably mad then screw it I'm just going to let her do it mm-hmm. it's like that would be then where the weakness component to it it's not a bad thing because the result I mean we talk about our after action report mm-hmm. you know the result is still there mm-hmm. you know we still succeeded in what that was however mm-hmm. you know like you said there's gonna be a little bit of a wake but again when we look at this it shouldn't be that we should forget the other components of accountability the other parts of these team building um but again that's the more serious note on us of course just making the joke of Roman decimation um <laughs> but the uh you know because the results there right and it's 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 task oriented
1: but even to to that point those that are untrained that are very high DCs actually do tend to be the ones that l- lay the most people out. They, they tend to hold people accountable yeah. by crushing them. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I've experienced those people, uh, whether in, in different contexts, but I, I mean, you kind of you probably had to train yourself out of that at least a little
0: bit.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, it's And it's still, I try really, really hard not to just bowl people over like i will have the converse again like the conversation in my head so that you know this is what i want to say and i uh, like want to tone it like tone it down not be as direct mm-hmm. and it still will come across most mm-hmm. of the time is like whoa katie just like really on a rampage today. it's like nah man like i'm just <laughs> saying like let's do this like or or this is the problem like what's how are you gonna like Fix it, or what's your solution? And like, tell me how you want to do this. And mm-hmm. it's like complete shutdown. And yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. start over.
1: It does not still <laughs> fear quite a bit, uh, in, in, in especially in those that are are lower on the on the D side. So um, yeah, it, it can be it can be difficult. Um, but the other thing too that you will tend to do is actually voice it to somebody like myself right. the first time, like. I need to say this so that I get the edge off. Like I and I, <laughs> like I'm going. I'm going to communicate this in yep. a, in the very direct way so that my I can think about it verbally, yep. and then reconstruct the words so it's not as harsh. Right, and that's not. Like some people would see that as a, as a weakness. Like I see the awareness of that as a major strength because you understand the fact that if you don't do that that way, yeah, you're probably going to like potentially hurt somebody (laughs) (laughs) feelings wise, Um, but yeah, that's a that's a big one. And then, like for me, uh, you know, being the the IC, like I, I'll I'll do that uh, sometimes uh, with with mostly with Annie. Where it's like Annie, I really just want to tell people how to do something really really well. But what's happening right now because I'm not really in that great of a mood is I just am coming off like a dick. <laughs> because like I don't I have to say this like it's literally eating me inside not saying something but I'm going to be really critical to them like this is how you did this wrong here 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 here
2: Well and I actually I, I love that. I, I actually <laughs> sent an email this morning to one of our employees because we were working on a case together and as anyone can tell I have a cold. Mm-hmm. So I was losing my voice and it had been a long day already and I was kind of I was in the get done mode. So Mm -hmm. that S (laughs) had gone to the basement. Um, and, but even, even in that moment, I still, um, and we'll get to like being high theoretical or really involved in liking to like learning aspects. So I was talking her through like some different points of anesthesia and, I didn't realize it till again, I got home. It's like, okay, did she realize that I was just having a conversation or did it come across as, why didn't you know this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just shot her an email this morning like, hey, <laughs> it, was, it was just like a discussion because I know you like to learn about anesthesia. And so I thought you did a great job overall. And I hope that, you know, you understand that.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's uh, especially with the way that uh, you tend to communicate and, and on all three of us having that higher attention to detail, when you link that to the way that we think in terms of accountability, that's typically what happens, right? We tend to just jump to solution. Yeah. We tend to see all of the yeah. details and be like, I just want you to succeed. Here's the solution. Right. Yeah. And we forget to compliment people along the way yeah. or, or whatever, or, or, you know, take them on the journey, right? That's yeah. typically right. What, what tends to be missing. Like if, if if you just see the result and say this is what it is just do it well why and that's where carlo comes into play <laughs> but right <laughs> But, yeah. uh, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, yeah. uh, a, a, a good thing to, that we constantly have to remind ourselves on is like, yes, like yeah. we do want to implement solutions, but we also need to be complimentary
0: of people as they're
1: getting to that point right, as yeah. well.
0: Right. And that's what I think when we kind of talk about how our, our biggest goal is to have in the moment accountability without actually ever having to discuss accountability, mm-hmm. you know, as kind of a guide to behavior when we talked about core values and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know in that context you know and just just getting people to where you need them to be especially from an accountability standpoint in the moment accountability sometimes is unachievable with certain types of personality sets where it's like, you know, like you say, you just bowl through them, and it's like, you know, oh, you know, she was this way, she was that way, you know, whatever happens to be, there may be that perception from one half of the interaction. On one hand, Katie's like, oh, I'm just, you know, this is fine, I'm just having this conversation, I'm going to tell you. you, know, on the other side, it's like, oh, well, there's kind of this whole emotional part, and it would be viewed as if there was this uh, unnecessary conflict between employees, yep. but that's what you're kind of saying, like, to get to the results part, it's like, I'm just, no, I'm just providing this to you, but the strength of what we've been able to do from our accountability process and through You know, profiles and so on and so forth is that Katie then was comfortable enough to send that email the next, you know, this morning or whatever it was in this interaction that she had. Um, and then just again, regained accountability to that said, Hey, I may have come off this way. I know my personality is this way. That's not the way that I intended it. The email may have been entirely unnecessary. The employee may not have even had anything in any capacity. However, Mm -hmm. there was a solution implemented for a problem that may not have existed. Mm -hmm. I think that's an amazing level of core value to yeah. be honest because it, mm-hmm. it's it's showing it's that yeah it's unity and respect mm-hmm. you know to say hey i don't know if i was actually not being respectful i feel like i was because i was trying to teach you something and it was just you know it was kind of a get her done moment mm-hmm. uh, but then to make sure that those core values were upheld in just a simple hey You know, and that way it doesn't spin off into being a one week, a one month, a three month affair where it was like, oh, this one time back then I was trying to do anesthesia on this patient and the doctor was kind of being a snatch because it was late at night and, you know, whatever it was. And then, you know, coming back to like, oh, that's not actually how she meant it. So there's self-awareness, there's Mm -hmm. team awareness, there's core value alignment. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to juggle in just that one interaction. That's why, like I said, in the moment, accountability may be difficult because you may not even know that you aren't achieving it right you know but the other thing too that goes
1: along with that is setting yourself vulnerable to be accountable to your own actions sure. well, yes, then, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right like if yeah. you were actually being that way you're actually setting the stage for somebody to be like yeah i didn't really perceive it that way like this is how i would prefer it moving forward like can we meet in the middle here somewhere let's find a compromise because yeah you put a dc with an is <laughs> Like in the moment, accountability is extremely difficult because yeah. any time that in uh, the, the IS, the way that I refer to it as typically is the counselor pattern, the very, very people focused DC task, like yeah. polar opposites. And uh, when you have that conversation in the moment, typically the DC person sees the IS person as not wanting to get anything done. And the other way is like the, D, the, IS, the IS person thinks the DC person hates them, <laughs> hates them.
2: I think the morning routine, Carlo comes into the clinic and it's, hey, everybody, I'm going to go, I'm going to stroll over here. What's going on over there? What what'd you guys do last night? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a preamble to getting the day started.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I know, like, I come in, it's like, yep, good morning. Okay, what's going on? Yep. <laughs> you just go
1: straight. To Switzerland, or right?
2: right. <laughs> like, what
1: patients are here? What's on the hospitalized board? Right, right. What, what needs to get done? Oh,
2: right, yep. <laughs> um, and like, Monday's a good example. It was busy. And so, my, like, I walked into patients that needed to be seen, patients that needed to be, you know, caregivers that needed to be updated. So the S went down, the DC came full force. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people on Monday morning were just like, what is happening? What is happening right now? I
1: may now. have gotten that text message. Sure. <laughs> like, I'm afraid.
2: <laughs>
1: sure. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you're all right. You, it's fine. It's no. just what it you is. You got to
2: get stuff done.
1: And mm-hmm. you're just going to have to adapt to it a little bit because stuff has to get done, too. Right. Like, acknowledge the strength that is on that team. Right. And then understand where you fit in with it to to continue to uh, em- empower everyone's strengths. Um it, from from wherever you come from, so uh, yeah, that's uh, the, the reason that we bring all of these scenarios up is because you look at four—I mean, eight data points, but four categories—and like just in, within this, if you were to look at a team of twelve, or or even even just uh, you know like a like a day shift team, you've got one, two, three, four, like six, six. people right. roughly. Like you can have such a, a massive dynamic between six different people depending on who's there or you can have way too much alignment between six people too where it's like you're all doing the same thing and you completely miss a variable from a caregiver or something like that and it, it's not so much that one way is right, one way is wrong. It's about understand who is here What strengths do we have on board? What weaknesses do we have? How do we utilize that knowledge to uh, get our job done extremely well uh, as it relates all the way down to core values and then everything uh, beyond that? So, and this is just behavior. Right. This is the surface level stuff. Right. So, and when you get down into the uh, page three, uh, of, of the uh, which is the second graph of, of the the full assessment and that is our our values index motivational profile some refer to it as this is the, the motivators w- yeah this is the why why do i get out of bed in the morning why do i show up um and this is similar but different to our ultimate purpose that is serve the patient um we we all um we are we, all here uh, on the PAW Health team ultimately to fulfill that purpose. So this is kind of the, you know, like what's the flavoring of how do we do that? Why do we do that that way? And... Um, in some respects, the three of us are very similar. Uh, actually, looks like just in two key variables, and then we're different in five. Mm-hmm. So, leading with the two that are, are similar, theoretical and regulatory. So, theoretical leading off uh, for all of us, except Carlos, high individualistic.
2: <coughs>
1: <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, theoretical is essentially the desire to learn, uh, the, the desire to intake data to improve is another way of putting it because you can have a desire to learn, but not necessarily, um, in relation to items
0: that will help you improve. It's just like, I just like to take in stuff, right? Um, and I I think (coughs) that's difficult when we have those people who want to know the answer to every single process. Like, where did this come from? Like, Mm -hmm. why is this policy this way? Mm -hmm. Why is this procedure that way? Um, I think one of them comes to mind is like why we had a drug stocked in the lockbox and not in the fridge or vice versa Remember that it was like and it was like a decision that was made three years prior, you know And that that's that that's that part like I just need to know and it's like eh, I don't have time right now. Yeah (laughs) Yeah
1: so we all share that uh, at a. I, I would I would say the easiest adjective is at a functional level. So I'm I you know I personally I don't seek every piece of information that's out there and available. I tend to want to learn as it directly relates to how I can improve myself. I do read. Uh, enough, but it's typically directional. I don't just read for the sake of reading. Uh, one of our other doctors likes, you know, he's like big in world history and and you know, especially like ancient Rome, ancient Greece, all that sort of stuff. Like he's a big learner, so he'll, he'll learn w- much wider scope. Right. Uh, not and he also has a functional learning element, but there's other stuff that goes along with it. Um, it, it so we all we do share that. So uh, what'll what'll happen? is when we get in, in, engaged in conversation, we may have the conversation differently as it relates to behaviors, but it's gonna come from a similar place. Like, hey, I, we all want to learn more about what this is. Um, and, and you know, like, where are we getting data from? Like, let's all talk about it. Let's it's learn really together about it too. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Uh, the, and then the, the second one in Carlos yours is just above the standard deviation, but Katie and I's is uh, mm-hmm. a very bit higher is the high regulatory. So what that means is when you're a higher regulatory type individual and most people are, I'd honestly say about eighty. of people are above the median, is that um, you tend to create structure where structure is limited. So if you get into a scenario where it's kind of chaos, you will put form to it low regulatory will see form and intentionally go against it to tr- sometimes just <laughs> to be a douche <laughs> sometimes to find, uh, the, 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 inherent weaknesses or even potential strengths outside of what's yeah. already there.
0: Um, that's it, what it, we've it, said for years. Like Katie makes rules and I make rules with the intent of breaking them. Like, yeah, it's just, it, again, being that theoretical component. I just want to find a better rule. Like, I just want to assume the rule we have is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is functional, I just want to find out how we can break it. Um, right. It isn't great from an administration standpoint, because then you're flip-flopping constantly, and it's like, well, what is the actual rule on that? I don't know. It's been Usually seven Usually my rules. question
2: is, when you want to break the rule, have we actually followed the rule enough <laughs> that we know it's not working? Right. That's, that's, I'm fine with breaking the rule when it's not working, but if we have a rule in place... But we haven't even been following it. We don't actually know whether it's work, uh, whether it's going to have the intended outcome or not.
0: And if we haven't been following it, we probably don't even need it anyway.
2: Mm. <laughs>
0: I'm going to just go ahead and just say I disagree right. significantly. Well, that's not fair because both you guys are Yes, you are being teamed theory. up on right now. Exactly. Get the over implementers it implement uh, Yeah, crap yes, yes. <laughs> yes, no honestly though, but I mean to that to that exact point That was the that we talked about it uh, quite a while ago was the delegation of responsibility right. So it was actually getting out of the way and being like listen, we're all very high critical. We're high theoretical Let's sit down actually talk through this entire problem mm-hmm. Critically and theoretically trying to learn as much as we can about it when we come upon the rule Carlo, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> right. You know, like, and that's, and I get that in a lot of different things, like with our um, main accounting firm, it's the oh, same sure, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, you need to go do vet things. And that's what you are good at. Just get out of the way of all these accounting rules. Cause that's it. Right. So, I mean, that's a, it's strictly rule-based industry that I'm like, well, I mean, do we have to do all of them? They're like, yeah. yes, that's the, <laughs> yes. how money yes. works. Don't go to prison. Yes. <laughs> Let us do our job. <laughs> right. Get out of the way. Yep. Um, and that was the first time where it was actually a very healthy Circumstance in my life where the responsibility the responsibility was delegated for me Yeah, you know, it was like we are just taking this from you and you don't have anything to say about it And mm-hmm. just go do other things you're good at. I'm like, okay fine <laughs> <laughs> you know. yeah. And then it worked, right so right. you know, and then here we are to
1: pair along with both of these though is uh, is another thing that we're going to get to is the f- but is the fact that you can also think and communicate extremely conceptually. So you can, even though you might see a system and not necessarily want to put all of the rules to it and create the structure and then ultimately implement the structure, which would be more of a strength of Katie and myself, you understand it yeah, at okay. the very least. And, and when push comes to shove, I know you can write a one AI two B (laughs) policy. Yes, you just don't want to. Yeah, that's not why you get out of bed in the morning. You you may be able to do it, but again, it's just lean. It's it's the only reason I bring that up is because. It, you are not locked into the fact that you're even, uh, you know, within the standard deviation of a regulatory type motivator, or even l- just comparatively lower. Yeah. You're able to do that. You're able to create structure if you have to. Yeah. But most of the time, what it does is it feeds another motivator if it's lower. So going to uh, the rest of these, which we are uh, between the three of us, very dynamic amongst all three of these variables, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll go. I guess we'll go right to left. We're already doing it, is altruism. So um, I'm actually low altruism. Uh, uh, Carlo, you're kind of in the middle, and Katie, yours is the highest of the three of us. Altruism is exclusively the desire to help for the sake of helping. The way that I like to describe highly altruistic people is those that volunteer at a soup kitchen, get spit on, and smile. They appreciate it, because like, they just know that the value of what they're doing for somebody else is is in is in fact valuable, uh, it, or I should say the value is present. But for myself, I'm actually very low. So uh, what it is is I don't necessarily want to just help for the sake of helping, but I'm high economic. Right. I want to help when there's a return. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for you, Carlo, uh, you'll help people if it feeds theoretical, if it feeds learning, and also if it feeds kind of doing things your way. <laughs> <laughs> In if the, I'm teaching. And this a, is when we start to make
0: fun of each other, yes. by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, no, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, helping helping to teach, helping to learn. I mean, that's the foundation of our onboarding performance and mentorship. You're exactly right. Like, I think way in the beginning, I would say I, I want to take a mentor, an employee, I want to take them from one place and uh, bring them to where they want to go like mm-hmm. getting getting that type of a return on knowledge base and learning and hey look at all these things I learned I want to teach it to you and right it. and that
1: actually goes with the fact that both of you are almost polar opposite of me in terms of economics so economic uh, we're jumping ahead a little bit but that is not necessarily like <laughs> financially uh, it, it is uh, ultimately the return on investment low economic is motivated by duty. So uh, sure. this goes back to the, 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 the flavor of the conversation that we've had multiple times in the fact that you've already, you know, achieved the goals that you thought you were going to achieve. Um, so now it's like, I, it's, it's my duty to, see these you know those that are in the education system and and serve them in a way that's going to be proficient and allow them to obtain the level of success that's even beyond what even i can do um so uh, for but so like you're you're willing to help so long as it's within the con you know typically within the confines of that for me it's like i see the individual i see potential i want to i want to see the return on that potential uh, what I, what I, I warn people on t- uh, very often is if, if you don't want to receive it, typically you're not going to get it from me ever. I don't feel motivated to, that I'd have to serve you in, in one yeah. way or another. So if you and I are willing to have a tough conversation in advance and continue to return on the time investment, I will never stop giving. However, you start kicking back at me or, or even providing that, well, we just do this this way because it's always been done this way. I'm out. I just tend to leave. So, um, I understand that there's strengths in that because I, I know the power that I can put into that, but also the fact that I can also bail out really, really fast. (laughs) So having both sides, uh, on our team is, is extremely beneficial because it offsets one another. Yeah. I can st- I can look at you and say, you're, you're putting too much into this. Yes. And you can look at yes. me and say, no, we need to put into this. Yeah, we haven't put in enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Right.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, I think we're, for me, I think what I have always hooked on when we've had those conversations where again maybe i'm putting too much in you know Mm -hmm. into one particular individual um it's because i see the value in learning Mm -hmm. like i think where i am more likely to let someone go and i think part of that is release forgiveness but just to let someone go Mm -hmm. it's when they stop learning and they stop allowing us to teach and and ultimately that's it right but that
1: what we've pretty much turned that into is if you're not willing to learn are you really here to serve the patient yes right right we've pretty much determined the answer to that is no right like we're you you guys have been doing this longer yeah. than anybody for yeah. the most part in our clinic yeah. and you're continuing to learn every single day. Yeah. So that's yeah. the expectation. That's, that's how we, that's how we serve the patient. Yeah. That's how we educate caregivers too. And, yeah. and, and if we're not learning how, and if, how can we hold ourselves to the standard of educating? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, they all, yeah. it all that's plays my, right off of that. That's my
0: release. That's it. Mm-hmm. it just, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any place for, and stagnant
1: well but the thing is uh your leash is longer
0: (laughs) than mine and katie's yes uh
1: so that actually is uh shown directly in the aesthetic motivator so you prefer to create harmony um you prefer your that's why i say your leash is longer like you're going to give somebody more slack in the opportunity for them to learn generally than katie and i will um But what that does is it also limits uh, your uh, approach towards conflict, towards tougher conversations, tend to be a little bit softer about it, which is then ultimately amplified by your behavioral tendencies, too, of being a higher eye. So, um, which is why Annie does her job very well. That's why (laughs) Annie's job exists, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. I mean, to, to have accountable conversations on a continuous basis does kind of require a specific type of person. Um, And what you learned however long ago is like, you're probably not that guy. Um, Makes you uncomfortable. You're not, again, you're not incapable of doing it, but it's like, eh, it's gonna be slower. It's gonna be less efficient. It's also just gonna make me uncomfortable. Let's find somebody else that wants to do this. Um, so, so then Katie, there's falls in the middle. So you're, again, that's going to go, uh, to- more towards like, you're willing to have the tough conversation. You're willing to create conflict when necessary, but again, it's going to feed some of your other tendencies. Excuse me. Um, again, leaning more towards theoretical, you're going to, if you have to, you will create conflict in the essence of learning. You're also going to be extremely direct about it in the way that you talk about it. Um, but ultimately, it comes from a good place when tough words are said. Right. Um, and then for myself, again, being very low, I love to rock the boat. I literally like... I like to make people uncomfortable because uh, for those that actually everybody that's listening this probably doesn't know, I do coach a high school bowling team and when I'm teaching them something, I will ask, is that uncomfortable? Yes. Does it hurt? No. Good. That means you're learning. Yeah. Like don't injure yourself, but push the boundaries. Like. The uh, when I was learning how to play golf, you know, like the the best golf swing in the world is one of the most uncomfortable things you can do until you really learn how to do it. It doesn't make sense. Your body doesn't want to do it, but it works really, really well. So, it, it, you know, sports metaphors, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it, what, it, what it does shine to is I'm really going to create a level of discomfort if I see potential in somebody. Yeah. I'm going to sure. call them on their shit because... I see the fact that they can excel far beyond what maybe they even see. Um, I'm partially self-taught because I, you know, I used to not see a whole lot of potential in myself. Sure. It's like, let's just, let's just be great. Yeah. Screw (laughs) it. (laughs) And it does require some, some uh, discipline along the way for sure. But, but a lot of times in this, uh, you know, it's feeding more towards even a generational type aspect. um, Those that are, Um, typically that are younger south of 30 tend to be very low self-esteem and don't necessarily see the value in themselves. So I will aggressively sometimes state the value that they have because they don't may see it. And I'm going to say things that maybe make them uncomfortable, but not because I just want to be a jerk about it. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, one of our uh, newer uh, CSS employees, she had shared a meme to me recently about believing in yourself. The context included two raccoons and stuff. So we don't really have to get into (laughs) that. Um, However, uh, that being said, the message Uh, There Trash pandas uh, Yeah it was trash pandas um, Was to Like essentially She was sharing a meme to me About like Believe in yourself You know And I was like I feel like that's who we're essentially becoming or who maybe we are, who we're viewed as, you know, it's just saying like our, our whole process of education and investment in the employee. And, you know, some of us are going to, you know, be a little more direct or, you know, putting into uncomfortable place or whatever it is. It's like, but really at the end of the day, it's showing those people who are in that South of 30 year old category and just being like, just go for it. Right. You know, I mean, just, just have it, just go out and try to get it. Um, and I mean, whatever you want to call the conditioning that has led them to that point of low self-worth, which we know in our profession, when we talked about an industry overview, we know where that loss of self-worth is coming from, at least, um, very topically. Yep. Um, but to then say, no, we have the ability to help you grow if you're just willing to come to the party. Right. Right. Like just
1: hold the purpose. Yes. Like yes. we'll let you be you. Yep. And actually we're going to encourage you yes. heavily to be yourself. Most of the time. Yes um, in understanding the fact that you do have strengths, you do have weaknesses, know what they are, be self-aware and capitalize on what you can do. Um, but don't feel like there's some major limiter to what you actually can do. And, or if there is acknowledge what it is and delegate it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that, and the way that we do that for the three of us comes from a different place. Mm -hmm. Um, it, 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 but it, also does provide a again a dynamic effort from from yeah. the four of us. So the other the other two that are in here, and I did kind of touch on it because Carlo, yours is high, mine's low, Katie's are nice offset in the middle with individualistic uh preference to do things your way. <laughs> <laughs> uh i the the way that i've worded it for myself just as a means to inflate my ego is i prefer to do things the right way yes right. <laughs> uh not necessarily my way yes um but uh, really what it is is uh this one actually tends to be i think one of the most uh taught family uh variables i think people tend to get individuals just like, in the individualistic motivator mostly from family uh yeah. in like how did like did my parents really hold it uh i i mean i don't want to speak you know positively or negatively as it relates to i don't think mom we need to bring mom and dad to this katie no nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but uh it, it does seem to be taught uh yeah. mostly within a household because it's like well how I, how much do we have to go with the way that mom and dad did it? Yeah. And like, is that the way that I tend to have to behave as yeah. a means to, uh, to get things done? Yeah.
0: yeah uh, I feel like that was for me to be high theoretical and high individualistic. I think that's actually where a lot of my like, you know, mid high school age issues came into it is I was so like theoretical and so, you know, uh, soaking up of data that then my interpretation, like you said, of how my parents are doing it. It's like, Oh, actually the way they're doing it is highly inefficient, you know, or the way they're doing it, not necessarily wrong, but it's one Mm -hmm. of those where it's just like, Oh no, I'm actually fairly certain my way would be better. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not going to say like, you know, you know, small engine repair, you know, I mean those types of things. Like there are very mechanical things that need to be done a certain way, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, uh, uh, high individualistic.
1: (laughs) So uh, this one is, is probably one of the most uh, polarizing ones because uh, when you pair two individuals that are high individualistic but disagree on how to do something yeah it that's one of our your biggest areas of potential conflict where if they don't understand how they're communicating and where it's coming from it can go from disagreeing on how to interpersonal conflict really fast. Yeah. I always put that one out there as a big red flag because you need to be aware of the fact that you're not necessarily standing on the fact that you want to have conflict, you're just on your idea yeah. and like it's it's okay like, to hold it.
0: Yeah, I feel like I push harder on the individualistic side when there is like error you know, yes. error or and then potentially conflict where it's like well this obviously went this way because you're not doing it my way you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of like in hindsight not to say that that's an appropriate way to approach it mm-hmm. um, you know however I think like you said like sometimes when we have our leadership meetings there's a problem on the table we're looking at it from four different ways mm-hmm. I have had a hard time turning down that radio station mm-hmm. and a lot of times I just need to take a deep breath and drink water and just shut up for a few minutes so everyone else can talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's or, tough.
1: Or when we turned the industry overview
0: into to do's, you <laughs> literally had to leave the room. Right. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> that's right. I think I was, I was uninvited from yep. that meeting and yep. I think it was, was it a couple? Uh, uh, no, It, it was, was nice.
1: the end. It was the end of one meeting and I believe the beginning of the next one. Right. Yeah. There I just was... wasn't allowed to be there for mm-hmm. it.
0: hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. But it worked. <laughs> um, oh my god! I forgot about that. that I'll is never amazing. forget that. That is amazing.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, you,
2: you weren't uh, laughing at the time. No, <laughs> no, you
1: were loitering outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> just pacing <laughs> with the door window as yeah. you're just walking past yeah. every just 10 like, seconds. God damn it. Uh, yeah. But it, but it is uh, a, a good thing to to note because the, uh, there is big strength too. like, if you really believe in, in the fact that it is right, there's nothing wrong with having a soapbox and standing on it when it is necessary. Yeah. That you can use that skill set. The big key to that one is self-awareness because the other side is, like, for me, like, I'll tend to actually, uh, uh, I I refer to myself as a charismatic enigma where actually (laughs) I will actually adapt to the way that I behave to the way that other people are because I don't really hold myself in like the way that I Um. think about something in that high of a regard. Um, It's just what happens. I know that's where it comes from. I know that there's strengths to that because I can mold myself to a room really, really fast. (laughs) But I also then a chameleon. Yes. yes. Um <laughs> but then I end up in a situation where I say correct all the time now because that's the way that you speak. Like I we picked that I picked that directly up from you. I know that <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I used to say right, right a lot. Now I don't say right anymore. Yeah. I say correct. Yeah. Or if I'm around somebody that says um a lot, I, I will just I will just start to say it.
0: Um yeah, so mine's just the yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah.
1: Or I started doing that. Oh, did you? And I was like, "That needs to stop." Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the click, but yeah, the, the, the yeah,
1: yeah, the 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 Carlo yeah. click point. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, the last one that's on here, as we're just gonna aggressively move forward, is uh, political. So uh, political is not necessarily the desire to get into politics. Uh, It is the higher the political motivator, the more um, you desire to have your opinion be heard when decisions are being made that impact you directly. Mm -hmm. So um, lower political people, uh, which we do not have sitting at this table, are going to be um yeah i don't even know how you would function with well you just go with the flow uh, gotcha That's the, it's the i'm okay with it. like i'll let them lead like i'm okay with gotcha. being a, a, a part of the machine gotcha um, I'm, I'm 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 i have no issue going with the direction that gotcha. is set for me i just want to facilitate it well a lot of trust is included in that gotcha. um and sometimes misguided if that's fair, yes, yeah. um, but but we don't. We are, between the three of us, we don't. We actually don't fall below the standard deviation. Uh, the both the, you you two are, are in, the, in the within the standard deviation, which basically says like you can go with the flow when you ultimately know that it is the right direction. Um, so that's going to offset your higher individualistic, where it's like when it is proven that it, it like that's the right way. Like, I've gotten you to come off your your guard a a number of times. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So just make a good case, right? Yep. Um, And then higher political. Like, I really, like, if you're going to ask me for my opinion (laughs) or it's going to impact me, like, you're going to get it. And I really just, we don't have to go that way Uh, necessarily. But listen, so (laughs) when you send the email, that's like, hey, check this signage out. And... (laughs) and then the decision is made before the opinion is heard like <laughs> i i got so mad so mad no
0: not you get so mad you're still so i'm mad. still bitter but i'm
1: but ultimately gets
0: the email about what do you think about <gasps> this signage and then just railroaded just railroaded <laughs> just <laughs> like, decisions were made and you weren't allowed to put input even though we asked your input yep yep <laughs> Uh,
1: For those of you that ever feel very frustrated when that happens, (laughs) this is the variable that is directly related to that. Um, Or uh, this is another thing that, rather than going the joke method here, if you think about corporatized medicine, if you're a high political person, Typically, if you're being told what to do without being provided the context of why, you're going to directly balk at it yeah. because it's like, well, there's no, I don't see the value in this. What I'm doing is working. Tell me why or let me do it my way. Right. Um, be- yeah. because you never asked for my opinion on this matter, yeah. the higher, the more hierarchy, the less you, the low, you know, the, the lower levels are going to have those opinions heard, yeah. the less value that they're going to feel like they're putting into the system. That's one of the primary reasons why I rarely, if ever will fit into a large corporate structure like that. Um, right. and I think, uh, as, as yes. a, as a general, tendency to, because of the politicized environment outside of work that we have culturally, this tends to be more and more of a highlight that individuals have um, as the workforce is turning over. So listening to people, this is the listen first, then engage, right, it is, is a way to motivate people uh, on, on an equal level, not necessarily telling them that they have to do things their way, but hey, I'll take input. Um, when you pair um, individualistic with political, it can get a little bit difficult mm-hmm. because they want their opinion to be heard and they really want it to do it their way. Um, uh, when you pair those two with low aesthetic, they're also going to create conflict to make that happen. Um, if they have that and low regulatory, you know, it's like, holy cow, they're just going to break the system, right? But generally... The extremes of those examples don't exist, uh, it, it, but it, but if they do, understand the fact that they do. <laughs> um, so, the, the 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 disc profile, which is the behavioral, the how, uh, paired with the why of the values index, tends to color the overwhelming majority of our uh, interactions with people on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Uh, if you were to take just these two pieces, um, it, the, number one, this is uh, the, the, pretty much the majority of what Myers-Briggs is built off of, number one, but we don't place you in a box. Uh, it, it is more just revolving around your tendencies rather than saying who you are. And uh, it, you can use this material uh, in considering your day-to-day interactions um, yeah, in just understanding these them. two, and it provides you a whole lot of insight into what is happening. The reason that I say that, though, is because there's also a third element, uh, which we're going to get to here, um, and, it, and it won't take as long because there's fewer variables, but um my, the, my, the, my favorite uh, example of utilizing this data was like within the first two weeks of me being exposed to it in that I had my mom and my brother take uh, this assessment. Oh, sure. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Um, so. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think you
0: told me, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was unrecorded content, but yeah, you, yeah, yeah.
1: Basically, um, they, they love each other. There's no like riffs or anything, but they're really, really good at fighting with each other. Like, just I, when there's ideas being discussed. And I was like, I was just curious. You know, like, is there a data point that tells me why? You know, is it a motivator or whatever it might be? Uh, behaviorally, the two of them are almost identical. And on a values index, they were almost identical. And it's like, well, if I take those two pieces, I don't see where the lapse is here. Where is the conflict really coming from? Is it just because they're tired of hearing themselves in the other person? Well, not really. Um, So that takes us to the the third uh, set of data, and this is split into two parts, and we're gonna focus on the left side, the three blue bars, is that uh, our brains Uh, tend to take in data and process it in different uh, segments of variables and what we found was that my brother is a very systems judgment type thinker he's a why thinker he's a gray thinker he likes to consider all of the variables and then start to kind of devil's advocate within all of them he's also an attorney (laughs) (laughs) sure Um, my mom is a software engineer, very practical, very black and white, loves bookkeeping, like really just yes, no type answers. And so what would happen is they would talk about the same subject, but they would actually see see themselves in the other person but they would never actually hear each other because one was talking about one set of variables and the other one was talking about the other even though they thought they were talking about the same thing so it's just like it's very like when you just feel like you're not being heard like that can create a level of frustration and you know ultimately it's not really that big of a deal like most of the time it's political stuff that's just dumb but it is it is funny uh when you think about it that way because the way that you um consider data can ultimately be the thing that creates a level of, to the point of interpersonal conflict, how you are seeing a situation, uh, can greatly impact, uh, the way that you you behave because of it, but also, you know, how
0: it interacts with your values. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of idea behind there is no truth. There is only interpretation. So if you're taking in data Mm -hmm. differently about a particular interaction, it's like, well, both sides are technically a reality, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. which does become very difficult. Right. Sort of that
1: dimensional balance. So uh, these three parts, uh, empathy is... Uh, the 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 way that I describe it is uh, basically you have three radios in front of you. The higher the bar, the more clear, the louder it is. Um, but empathy, all the way on the left, is going to be information uh, about the the people. Uh, it's reading the room. Uh, it's it's understanding. Um, the emotional like it, it, it's that it, that feeling of emotion when it is in the air right uh, the second practical that's black and white it's seeing a solution develop or seeing a problem developing a solution it's the the, the, the the one to two step type solution and then systems judgment is the gray type thinking it's the thinking about how the heck do we get here and where's this going to take where's this decision going to take us five to ten steps from now Um Those three different things, again, uh, these are like muscles, so we're all able to think about them, and we're actually all able to um, engage them to the point where we can improve upon them, Uh, but uh, ultimately, we do have uh, tendencies and preferences built into them as well. Um, Carlo... Uh, leading uh, the charge with empathy uh, also pairs with a high aesthetic, low economic, and a uh, higher S. So that's where the leash comes from. So you understand the, uh, the emotional engagement when you are having those, when you're behaving in a specific way from a specific value, you can also do it well so it, it it enables a quality conversation when you're engaging those specific variables if you're a high high s high high aesthetic even sometimes high altruistic but low empathy you're tr- you can try to do it well or you can try to do it but you're probably not going to do it well because you're not reading the person the right way
0: yeah.
1: um so that <laughs> i've seen that i just i think of a couple examples and it just makes me laugh every time but um you go from that one to black and white type thinking (coughs) frog in my throat. We actually, uh, we, we all have it. We don't tend to think about that. That tends to be actually our lowest, uh, but especially between the two of you because systems judgment um, and, and it tends to come, before that uh, or uh, it, especially as uh, for you Katie um, as well as for myself because we've started to really understand the value of thinking about how all, of all these things fit together. Right. Um, not that we're incapable of creating now solutions um, and we do them often. We just don't really think that way on, as a general rule um, which is I think it's funny that um, Carlo, that's actually your second variable, <laughs> even though we always joke that you're the most conceptual thinker. <laughs> right. um, so what what is actually being perceived there is Katie, you're able to do it. You just tend to be you just have it in up in here and then you say the result. Right. Whereas you you Carlo will communicate all the way from 1 to twen- to 10 and people will be like, wow, I didn't know I had that question, but yeah. now I have the answer to it. Yeah. Uh, and, and there is uh, yeah. definitely uh, value in both of those. Mm-hmm. But again, all this is doing is, is flavoring how we tend to behave, why we tend to behave the way that we do, what information are we using mm-hmm. to do that. Um, he, the other thing, too, to, of, of note, what you'll notice is... Um, my, my three uh, uh, variables tend to be a little bit lower than uh, Carlo's and Katie's. I, weirdly enough, am not actually a very fast thinker. <laughs> 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 um, I uh, Although I am intelligent, uh, it takes me some time. I'm a slow reader. Um, it, it, it is a processing speed type item, so you guys are actually able to take in data faster than I am. Um, not Not to say that there's anything wrong with being a slower processing speed individual it's just understand what you got and understand right. that like it's going to take me some more time therefore i'm going to budget more time to therefore get it you
2: needed another day to respond to the design email exactly
1: <laughs> i needed railroaded. to contemplate Railroaded. railroaded uh <laughs> i'm just i'm just mad now Bad. i'm just mad now yeah uh,
0: Even though we don't practice it, you need the release type of forgiveness. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I guess you know there's not really a lot of intense conversation to have about these specific items because this one is really about self-awareness. The other two, uh, the other the 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 disk as well as the values index, there's a, a heavy amount of of comparative nature to that. But really, with these three, it's like. What am I really considering here? Am I missing something? Do I have a blind spot? Um, For some individuals, I have seen, you know, like a nine empathy, like an eight practical thinking, like a four on systems judgment. They just don't think conceptually. And it's not because (laughs) they're, you know, uh, malintent or something like that. It's they just they were never taught it. They never do it. So with all of that, you know, like we're, we're relatively balanced. We can have conversations on multiple fronts, but this also allows us an insight into an individual's way of thinking. So if we're really not communicating well, but we've like, it feels okay. We feel like it's coming from the right place. What the heck is missing? Oh, they're not seeing this set of variables that I see very clearly. Uh, so yeah, that, that's, uh, it's, again, it's really mostly about self-awareness. The more you understand your own strengths and your own weaknesses, the better. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I am going to shut up for a moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, yeah, again, like, so this being kind of the third part, that dimensional balance, you know, like you said, it, it is a, a little bit more flavor to it, uh, kind of behind the scenes. And I think that's when we start to talk about like this in the moment accountability and actions behind the scenes and what's happening in your head, how you processing data. That's kind of what this sort of speaks to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just like you said, you can have people who have very similar profiles in the first two or there's not a ton of conflict there. But when there is conflict, it's kind of just that you know the w- are they seeing the whole picture or are they just you know is it is it our you know, uh, A, B, C, D employee, mm-hmm. or is it the A1, A2, A3, A4 versus B1, B2, B3, B4 type employee? Right. Like you said, it's that difference between, so that's, I think, where you can start to generate unnecessary conflict, is if you have a group of people that maybe lean more towards that system's judgment, and they're like, they can kind of see the gray, they can kind of see the big picture, um, you know, they can kind of function a bit more in that sort of A B C D type environment, but then to have to boil down policy into the individual pieces I think can be very difficult saying, Oh my God, I have to explain the whole process to you right you know, so I think that's where you know in in that part it's again it's it's good to acknowledge that you know like you said there's conflict there, but we're on the same page, and mm-hmm. it seems like we're thinking about this the same way, but there's still something that's not right, you know sometimes it's just that you mm-hmm. know it's like, oh well, you're looking at it on the ABC you know the the individual list type items versus the concept and some of our conversations are conceptual and some of our questions are list you know I mean Mm -hmm. it's just in a work environment you're gonna have both
1: and and that's probably from a from a training perspective again I'm I lean systems I prefer systems um but one of the hardest things for me to actually coach people on is like I can see the solution I'm going to give you the ABCD and like, I'm going to allow you to fill in the gaps a little bit. Um, and then when you, when you don't, it's like, argh, like come on, man, like, <laughs> you can do this. I believe in you, yeah. but you just don't know how. And like, I, 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 do preface everybody. Like if you know, ask the question first, I will, I will say that that is very important. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, like, I do want to just give the yeah. ABCD, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we do share that
0: uh, pretty substantially. Yes. yes. Um, That's what is ideal, but. You know that's fine. If ideal in to, our world. Yes, ideal in ours. Yes. Um, yes. The, the Not last thing so clear I'll, in others.
1: The last thing I'll touch on in here is the uh, there there are indicators next to all all of the data points. The one that uh, does shine through because it is different for all three of us is the empathy. So I am a minus. I tend to be a very guarded person. Um, uh, I, I don't really share like personal stuff like ever. Um, I and, and I also tend to have higher walls into personal life. Um, coached, you know, learned, whatever that might be. It is what it is. Um, I, I just understand that it exists. Uh, Carlo, you have an equals indicator. So your barrier is a little bit lower on the way in, but it's still there. It's still present. Um, and Katie, yours is a plus. You don't really have an issue with creating personal relationships with people. Um, now, they might have an issue with it with you. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the the guard is lower you're not really on defense per se as it relates to relationship development um, and then the other two uh, the indicators between practical thinking and systems judgment actually play off of each other so the both of you um, are a minus plus so you actually have a preference in terms of systems judgment um, so not only do you have a tendency to do it you also prefer to do that so you're going to l- just lean that way pretty much most often that's why the a b a a one a two a three feels worse yeah. because it's like i really just don't want to do to do this and i know that i can just do this a b c d yeah. um and then uh, f- but you also are able to do practical like it's a part of your set of variables yeah and then for myself, I uh, actually plus plus. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm coachable. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I will say that um, it, it was a. This is one of the ultimate variables that if I see this on a uh, new hire or an applicant's uh, assessment, they're almost guaranteed to come in uh-huh. for an interview because um, typically they will be very. Obs- uh, 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 Receptive. Yeah. Receptive. I, I was gonna say absorptive. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know if that's a that's word. A toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be very receptive towards uh, new ways of thinking uh, as it relates to specific items. They they don't necessarily lean towards a, sp- uh, a a preference whether it's the big system or the or the short solution, which is what's the right way. Um, so those two do play off of each other. Um, if it's a minus minus, uh, that typically tends to be a very defensive person, uh, typically will be, uh, less adaptable to their environment. But again, nothing that can't really be worked through. It's about understanding where this stuff comes from. Uh, the, so that's, how we take in data, and then the the internal, which is the red bars, uh, in terms of our specific data, doesn't really uh, apply because it's really just a, a snapshot in time of mental state, um, which we've
0: used as follow up tricores Yes. So yes. if we have we, if we have an employee that's going through already mm-hmm. through the onboarding, uh, we've had a certain level of performance with that individual that is maybe high in the beginning and then it yep. goes low somewhere as we get through the performance review and employment process mm-hmm. sometimes we'll push them back through a tricor um, and just trying to identify if there's a change in these sort of internal markers mm-hmm. and saying maybe this person is having some other issue in their life that is affecting what's going on in work mm-hmm. or you know uh, or work or is or impact
1: work, impacting yeah. their personal life yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it yeah. might be like tell me where it's coming from is yeah. it a self-esteem thing is it a role thing is it a direction thing? Yeah. Typically, yeah. Uh, a, a, a significant lack of motivation can be sourced in one of those yeah. three items, if not multiple.
0: Yeah. And um, that's that's our. If you look at those three pieces: so self-esteem, role awareness, and self-direction that is the entire onboarding performance and mentorship mm-hmm. program that we've created mm-hmm. you know for us we want to have role awareness so you're going to be obviously be getting a job description but hey we have this entire skills rubric mm-hmm. that is just going to make you aware of what your role is within our organization and then the self-direction component to it is the interest list so where do you want to go with your ultimate career and this we've kind of talked about like the wagons moving west are you going to stay and help build a town or are you going to move on, you know, continue West and saying, what is sort of that self-direction you want? And now it's an active process in trying to pull those pieces out of the uh, individual, whether mm-hmm. it's a mentee or an employee. Um, and in the process of gaining role awareness and self-direction, we then bring into that culture core values purpose um, and fulfillment and mm-hmm. saying hey now we have this whole part of self-esteem but more importantly it's self-belief mm-hmm. you know it's like hey we did it you can do it too right. so really it's you know going through this entire tri-core process brought us to these three red bars yeah. is to say we have really no ability to control I mean not to say we don't have any ability to control the other things empathy and practical thinking I mean some of those things are coachable you can teach mm-hmm. this make yourself aware within the team but as far as the out outside factors and outside influencers that we have within a corporate or at least within a business structure a management structure a consultation structure mm-hmm. That's what those three bars are. Yeah, it's hey Let us provide you with the tools so that these don't end up becoming a variable in the workplace while you're in here It's kind of that same thing like check your shit at the door mm-hmm. You know, we have things that can help you with um, You know again self-esteem's you know self-belief world awareness uh, and self-direction
1: and the and the recheck if you will was mostly about like have has a an insurmountable barrier yes. been put in our way? Yes. Right. Yeah. And and can we have the professional conversation about getting over it? Yes. Um, because yes. if not, like and it's and it is a direct impact to your uh, alignment here. Yeah. Like yeah. we all know what the next conversation turns yeah. into. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah it's,
0: I don't attend performance reviews, but when I attend one, I don't attend a second. <laughs>
1: Yes, that one. <laughs> yes. Um, so it does, it, it, that's a good way of putting it because it does come full circle with yeah. pretty much everything that we've been talking about for the last however long because um, yeah. we, we do want to em- empower the individual. We, yeah. we want dynamic teams. We want individuals to understand who they are, understand the strengths that they have as it relates to how they behave, why they behave the way that they do, the way that they think, um, but also um, ultimately... Know, all of those lead towards the same purpose, yep. um, and yep. then you all, and then you put the structure around it
0: to create well-being. Yep, yep. and this Again, is exactly I'm still mad at you for that. <laughs> 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 but I snuck in the purpose yes. and well-being. Yes. yes,
1: yes, but it, but it does come full circle. I actually yeah. uh, never thought about it that way until yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it is ultimately what
0: that does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, you know, we start to say what sets us apart from other businesses and other structures. I mean, it's really that is that we're trying to find what variables we can help manage. It's not control. It's help manage in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and at the end of the day, this is tier zero. Mm-hmm. This is tier zero. Yeah. You know, we don't even have, I mean, going through all of this and you know, we put an hour, hour and a half into it. Um, you know, but at the end, this is before they even start employment or some type of uh, mentee experience with us mm-hmm. is, is trying to gain these tools so that we can onboard uh, these individuals appropriately through men, uh, through the mentorship or through employee uh, employment mm-hmm. um, to then get us into tier one. Let's talk about, you know, what is the expectation tier two, tier three, tier four mm-hmm. um, with this type of a foundation in injunction with what we have from a policy and procedure standpoint there really isn't anyone who can fail if they're willing to come to the table
1: right i was going to say we use this as a touch point at all of those individual uh you know forks in the road yep because it's number one are are you aligning with the information that you provided um how honest are you being with yourself and with the team um but but ultimately you know like is that is that going to be a great barrier, whatever the data point might be yeah. and how do we overcome it? Or like, you know, from a, from an advancement perspective, like this is like your shining light. How do we get it to burn brighter? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's really, really helpful. And again, like this is where I, where I came from and I'm, I'm probably going to be an extremely biased opinion on it. Um, but it, it, it has, it can provide such a level of insight Into an individual that, uh, from from a data perspective, you can take three pieces of paper and say, "This is what I see." Right, Uh, and and, um, having it, it it provides. Really, it provides a, a, an objectivity yeah. to potentially emotional conversations yeah. rather than me saying, my gut says yes. that you're kind of bitchy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, that, uh, like, or, or that you're just leaning to, you're just trying to do things your way right, right, or, yeah. or that you're really not seeing the big picture. Right. Like, well... I'm going to attack you back now because I feel (laughs) like you're attacking me, right? Uh, No, it's like, no, like this set of data like preempted us for that. And yes. we understood that there was some some inherent risk or some uh, potential strength there, whatever it might be. And this is how it is now being realized. How do we use it? How do we delegate it? How do we make you as an effective member of the team as possible? Again, from an objective standpoint, mm-hmm. eliminating the emotional element of it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. no, I th- I think it's I think it's a wonderful tool tool. And I just yeah I I, I think we should probably adjourn. I agree. Yes. You guys gotta pack. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we have to go to Michigan State. <laughs> they gotta
1: they're going. they're gotta get on a plane. So yes, yes, yes. um yeah, it was a it was a pleasure. I yeah, hope okay. I, did you have fun? Yeah, I love
2: Love hearing about how wonderful my high d is. Yeah, I love it. It's the greatest yeah. I strength. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it.
1: There are there are some days I love it. Some days yeah. that I've hated it in my life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, we all we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yes. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we we'll, we're not one hundred percent sure where next week's going to no, take us I yet. D- no, I don't think. But yeah,
0: they're following me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, we, we do every time. Either way. Yeah,
1: I think you guys should tune in next week. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you guys gotta get out of here. Yeah, so. all right, guys. Thanks yeah. for tuning
0: in.
2: Yep.